Hello, Googleization Nation. Welcome to Connect and Protect, a GGG Unleashed podcast, sponsored by our partner, Avanti, who makes the everywhere workplace possible. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each Connect and Protect episode, we will talk with Avanti's digital employee experience thought leaders who are helping organizations worldwide connect employees and customers in our new Anytime, Anywhere workplaces without sacrificing security. Let's begin. The topic of the series is connect and protect. So from connecting, there's the hardware or software issue, but there's also the connection to the people. And one of the themes, one of the challenges out there seems to be how do we build a culture? How do we connect with people emotionally in an everywhere workplace? No doubt, Ira. And I, you know, this is advice I would give to any leader right now who's, again, working through their model and trying to understand what is the right balance. You got to start with your own leadership model and what you're projecting your core values are and your mission is as a company. And some of that seems like table stakes. Of course, you want to project the mission statement and core values. I'll just tell you that when we evaluate both, again, incoming employees and outgoing employees, this is top of the list is purpose of the business values of the enterprise and the larger culture of the company is it's above salary. It's above upward mobility. This workforce, you know, not only wants the flexibility to work from anywhere, but they want to know they're connected to a business that has got purpose and it's got values that align with their own. I think part of that is because in a distributed or the everywhere workplace, employees, even though they're virtual and we're not, you know, all at the water cooler every day, they still want to feel a connection. With their, with their coworkers and their management team. In fact, I think if you get knocked as a business on, from outgoing employees, you'll see culture cited just as much. I'm, I'm out of here because I don't line up with this culture. So this is no longer just you know the soft part of management. It's a core part of management going forward. And I think management teams are going to have to relearn how it is that they create a bond with their employees since we're all going to be virtual largely going forward. And in fact, uh, I held a, a, a executive management meeting a month ago where the entire agenda was about our dynamics, not only dyna- dynamics amongst the leadership team, but amongst us in the workforce. And in fact, we came up with a concept we call cascading communication or CASCOM. I've read it in a couple of books and it's extremely effective. I think it's a, it's a must have these days, meaning, you know, there's so many meetings that occur virtually now, decisions are made and there's not that after meeting dynamic where people are like, in the hallways or, or in the lunchroom saying, hey, what occurred in there? What were some of the decisions? So you have to be very deliberate. And we're now putting in models that say, look, after every group session, virtual or otherwise, we're going to dedicate 15, 20 minutes at the end to deciding what needs to be cascaded out to the larger organization so that we maintain a level of transparency and high touch communication, even though it's virtual. So a lot of what you talk about is, you know, we had this in-person cultures before, and now we're moving toward virtual. And you've shared, you've done some great research on this digital employee experience as well to be able to, not only to be able to communicate with people, but be able to connect with them. That's right, Ira. And actually, uh, you know, our, our platform, we're in the IT solutions business. When our neurons platform, we have service management, endpoint management, and security. We just launched this past summer, the digital experience platform, and that was a deliberate new product launch because of the new everywhere workplace dynamic. And specifically, again, the research suggests 
that employees care a great deal about the tools they're using and the digital experience they have. Digital experience meaning is the software solid? Are the processes solid to get my job done? When I have a problem with a piece of hardware or software and I go to my IT department, how is that experience? Is it quick? Is it efficient? Am I getting the answers I need? Can I do some of it on a self-service basis? So you want to know what kind of experience your employees are having since they rank that so highly in terms of how they rate their career at a given organization. Again, speaking to the war on talent and keeping your best talent, if digital experience is a priority, then businesses need to measure it. So the digital experience platform essentially scores your software, hardware, your, your service management, and so on for your employee base. So at any one time, a CIO or even a CEO can drop in and say, hey, how are we, how are we looking? gives the employees the chance to not only rate the digital experience, but there are cues you can get from how fast you are at responding, how efficient the solution is, the downtime of solutions and so on, so that you can rate yourself and keep a very close eye. Department by department, country by country, or even individual employees, you can get scoring on how you are as a digital provider of solutions. And again, this is becoming more and more important in the everywhere workplace as this is one of the measures by which employees say, hey, this is a, a five-star company or a one-star company. Digital experience is part of it. And Jeff, with that, thinking through the perspective of new hires, can and should onboarding be different now in an everywhere workplace world compared to maybe how it used to be done in companies? I think that's that's exceptionally true, Jason. I think, in fact, you see it. You, you can go to sites like Glassdoor and see commentary on how was the interview process? How was the onboarding process? And when you see a company ranked highly from that perspective, it's got comments like that in there. It's kind of like you, you and I as consumers. There are certain sites you know, that have made it very easy for us to shop and, and get products delivered to us quickly and easily. And we've become very high expectations on what that digital experience should be. Employees are bringing that consumer expectation to, the, to their professional workplace and saying, I got to be able to onboard, sign up, log in, get my information, get to my systems, get myself set up to do my job very, very quickly. And so again, companies need to put a lot of emphasis on how is, it, how is that onboarding experience? And for the IT department, how well are we onboarding uh, new employees? Getting their hardware quickly? Is it credentialed and ready? Is it safe and secure? You know, how are we passing them their credentials so that they can log in and so on? All of that has to be rethought if you haven't looked at it and optimized. As a CEO of a, a fairly large organization, you also are dispersed and diverse. You talked a little bit about the communication, that the CASCOM. How do you also engage, I guess, emotionally? How do you show compassion, empathy? How do you get, uh, not only from you, but how do you get other people within your organization to I guess, to participate or to, to have that same feeling, to have that same experience that they belong? Great question. And, and one that I think is particularly important. And again, in the everywhere workplace, Ira, look, I think we've all, we've all begun to learn new management models like EQ, emotion, quotient, and so on, and bringing that into how we lead people. Compassion has become front and center. Again, if you look at, uh, statistically speaking, and, and we, we have our own data from our own HR department, the amount of, call it emotional distress, 
and challenges and mental challenges on a workforce in a distributed or everywhere workplace environment, it's far more than businesses have seen ever before. Not too hard to understand. You're, you're emerging from a pandemic. People like connectivity. They like feeling connected. Like we've talked about before, they like a positive culture. They expect leadership to, to be positive and supportive and so on. They expect high EQ from their leadership. We have now moved from once every two years or once a year measuring employee engagement to every six months, we're measuring employee engagement. And we measure it, gosh, I think we, Ira, have maybe 40 or 50 questions about engagement in all, all different areas, whether the leadership engaged, there is career development, proper career development, there is proper resources. The overall company strategy is clear and we're enriching the employee to understand and be a part of it. And we're also stack ranking the various organizations, whether it's the back office or sales or marketing, et cetera, on their engagement scores, not, not to be punitive, but to raise awareness amongst the senior executive team on the softer spots within their employee base on areas that need to be worked on and adjusted and spoken to. That used to be kind of a ah, nice to have an understanding where everybody is. It was kind of just understood that things are going to ebb and flow with your employee base. Now, I think is more than ever, we all need to be extremely sensitive to and compassionate to the individual employees and groups of employees where they could be struggling with, with connecting or with feeling that they're being properly invested in. It's a very healthy thing to do these days. But again, models like this are rising to the top because of the conditions of the everywhere workplace. You just have to change the way you lead. Staying in constant touch with your employee base is a big part of it. And Jeff, where does connecting to purpose or fulfillment come into that picture when we think about connecting people to the organization in a healthy way? Is, is that an important piece now in the everywhere workplace is that people feel like they're connected not only to other people, but they're connected to some higher purpose behind the work that they're doing and the value that it's bringing to the world? No doubt, Jason, like never before. Like never before, employees are stepping up and saying, please give me purposeful work and please make sure that that you're considering what my group, what my team, what my organization, or what me individually contributes to the larger mission. When we hold all hands calls, and again, I've been in organizations that would do all hands calls, meaning every employee logging on to a live presentation from the CEO and the executive team. That used to be every quarter or every six months. We do it monthly now. And when we do it, I always keep a section in that all hands session. We do 90 minute sessions just to talk about individual excellent performances and to talk about our core values. And one of our top core values is locking arms, meaning as an organization, teamwork is intrinsic to who we are and what we do. So we have that section within the All Hands Call where I cite the best examples of locking arms from all over the world. And often we'll cite the, the core value as part of the recognition of the individual. And it always, almost always comes down to some form of purpose and some form of desire to achieve, whether it's serving our customers, being more and more efficient, getting greater and greater scores in a, in a specific area, whether it's branding within marketing or obviously selling within the, the field organizations. But always, always it comes down to connecting the employee to the core values that have the most purpose and meaning for them individually and just citing that. So we're moving away from more kind of thematic mission to really core value, employee-driven purpose and mission. That's so interesting, Jeff, because we talk, we have a framework called the four principles of connection and it, it touches on connection to self, 
connection to others, which you just elaborated on, that, that locking arms. We also have a connection to the role and connection to the organization. In your approach to connecting with people, is obviously all four are important. Is there an area that you see as more critical? Is there an area that you think that that companies are doing better at? And is there an area that that company should focus on that might be a missed opportunity? Well, I think more frequent communication is the one that, that I would say all of us understand. Business, businesses around the world understand more frequent communication, more directed communication to the employees. I spent the last year, 2022, on, in my communication, and not only do we do the monthly all-hands calls, but then I'll do just a, an open letter to the employees called Jeff's Notes from the Everywhere Workplace. I send that once a month. And it's been largely focused on culture and who we want to be. Now, we're an acquisitive company. So we bring, we bring in a, a new companies all the time through acquisition. So, you know, setting a, a common culture is important. But I think all companies now are understanding that high-touch communication is as frequent as you can, putting a face in front of the employees, not only at the senior executive level, but the mid-management levels, making sure that there's a lot of... In fact, I, I have started measuring my executive team on how frequently they're doing their own organizational all-hands calls and high-touch communication. It's so important. So that I would say number one is, is communication. You know, the one I think a lot of us need to work on again is the management model itself, meaning investing time and effort in transitioning uh, managers, either senior executives or middle managers who aren't as used to this, this high touch or this relational management style versus, versus command and control, right? Here's the productivity. Here's the results. We need to tweak this. We need to tweak that. You know, that's kind of historic command and control. Now, managers and executive teams need to become more in tune with kind of root cause analysis amongst their workers around the world and the everywhere workplace. Why isn't something working? Maybe a team isn't connecting. Maybe this siloed behavior is emerging from teams that are remote. And you've got to diagnose that and work on it with your peer group and understand what could be the log jam. And, I, you know, so I, I think we're all having to retrain as leaders and what it's going to take to be efficient, effective leaders and getting the most out of the distributed everywhere workforce. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning how to stay connected and protected in the everywhere workplace. We'll be back next month with another episode of Connect and Protect. But until then, you can learn more about Avanti and the everywhere workplace by visiting their website, avanti.com. Until next month, don't let the shift hit your plans.